When I was a kid, the passing of Thanksgiving and the arrival of the first Sunday of Advent meant that my two brothers and I would get uh, pen and paper together and start feverishly making our Christmas lists. And uh, on a few occasions, uh, my parents, my mom, who's here today, she could tell you the story, uh, when things were a little tight, she would say, now boys, don't get out of hand with those lists. This year we're having a spiritual Christmas. And of course the response from me and my brothers would be, aww, we didn't want to have a spiritual Christmas, right? We wanted a material Christmas. It was all about the presents, right? Now, do a little imagination exercise with me here now. Think ahead to Christmas Day in the afternoon. For a month, you will have been bombarded by ads and carols and lights and pressure. You will have shopped and written cards and cooked and gone to holiday parties. Now it's Christmas afternoon, and in a flash of an eye, it's all over. You've opened up your presents, and some are okay. Most are things you don't really need. Had a nice big meal. Of course, we eat well all the time. Spent time with family, which oftentimes, of course, means awkward moments or fights, too, right? Christmas, as was expected, turns out not to be all it was cracked up to be. And then the post-Christmas depression sets in. The day after Christmas, back to work, back to the regular boring routine, emptiness of daily life, Another Christmas has come and gone, and nothing in us has changed. We don't have a deep and lasting peace and joy. The material Christmas that we were enjoying brought a lot of pleasure, but it didn't bring a deep and lasting happiness, a joy. Because the things of the world can't bring us true and lasting peace and joy. Only Things of the other world can. Material things don't bring us true happiness. Only spiritual things can. My friends, if you want to have a spiritual Christmas, you have to start now by having a spiritual Advent. If you want to find yourself on Christmas Day different than you are today, more at peace, filled with a greater and deeper joy, then you have to have a spiritual Advent. Of course, that's ultimately what Advent and Christmas are about, the things of the Spirit, the things of God. In Advent, in this time of preparation, we prepare to recall the first coming of Christ, when he came in humility and poverty to show us the way to the Father, to suffer, die, rise from the dead, and to make us one again with God, and to prepare us for that definitive second coming when he'll come no longer in weakness and poverty, but in power and glory to judge the living and the dead. And that's why the Lord says in the Gospel, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. And when he does come, he's not going to ask us how many cookies we baked, how many parties we went to, how many presents we gave or received, how many Christmas cards we sent. We can prepare for heaven. We can prepare for Christ's coming, for a spiritual Advent and Christmas by the things of the Spirit. And so your spiritual homework for today, for the Lord's Day, is to come up 
with a plan. If you really want to have a spiritual Christmas and be transformed and find yourself with a deeper peace and joy this Christmas, then make a plan to have that spiritual advent. Take some time today, the Lord's Day, to sit down quietly, prayerfully before the Lord, and come up with a plan about how you're going intentionally to have a spiritual advent. If you can go to stores, if you can go out to holiday parties, you can go to church and celebrate the sacrament. Sunday Mass is taken for granted, but perhaps you could go to daily Mass a few times during the week during Advent. Perhaps you could come to church and celebrate the sacrament of penance. Best way to prepare for the Lord's coming? Confession, right? If you have time for Christmas movies and specials on the Hallmark Channel and Netflix and all that cheesy, schmaltzy stuff, right? You've got time to watch holidays, movies, and specials. You've got time to prayerfully meditate the Word of God. You've got time to read the scriptures that speak to us of the first and the second comings of Christ. As adult Catholic Christians, I know you all know which of the two Gospels speak to us of the infancy the birth, of the foretelling of the birth of Jesus, right? If you don't, you should. Less Netflix, more Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Of course, the two that tell the infancy of Jesus are Matthew and Luke. But also the prophet Isaiah, the father's called the fifth gospel because of his prophecies of the coming of the Messiah. How about the book of Revelation, which tells of the end time, when the Lord will come in his glory to judge the living and the dead. We've got time for TV, we got time for the Word of God. If you've got time to post things and check your Facebook feed and your Instagram feed and just get on Amazon and order gifts, then you've also got time to pray. How about more prayer during this holy time of Advent? Perhaps the daily prayer of the Rosary, that great prayer which focuses on the mysteries of Christ's and Our Lady's lives. Perhaps more visits to the Most Blessed Sacrament here in the chapel, which is open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. Perhaps more personal prayer, again, ideally meditating the Word of God. And if we've got money to spend on presents, and how much money we'll spend on presents, on decorations, on so many things that really people don't even really need, right? We've got time, we've got money to spend on presents, we've got money to spend on the needy. We've got money to give to the Catholic Charities Christmas Collection. We've got money to spend on stars, on presents for needy children through the Giving Tree. There are so many good Catholic and other charities that we can give cash to, to reach out to and help the needy during this Christmas and Advent season. My friends, take some time to plan to have a spiritual Advent so then you will really have a spiritual Christmas. Resolve and act to make this Advent different than the others. So you're not disappointed by the emptiness of the material Christmas and its passing pleasures, but you experience a true and lasting peace of Jesus that he came to bring us at his first coming, and then you'll be ready to meet him when he comes again. As he says, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Amen.